Today we're welcoming a member of Bind, who actually sings great birthday present. Yeah, I, I can take it advantage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you want to close he, out, that's fine. <laughs> well, you already hear his voice, so you know it's good. Um, he has been a member of Bind for several years now, and he actually has a story written in um, Bind's first book, which is Bind Us Together. So welcome, Nate. Thank you. We are so excited to have you here as our guest. You bet. I'm happy to be here as well. Yay. Yay. That's good. <laughs> um, so, Nate, I know you wrote your book or your story already on the book, okay. but can you share us a little bit of your story? Because our listeners don't really know you. So, okay. yeah. Yeah. So, October 2nd of 2016. So, I'm on, I guess, number seven year since um, I had a severe traumatic brain injury where I fractured my skull and then um, started life over. Uh, God blessed me with another shot. Yeah. I love it. I actually think that um, Carrie told me, like, as a little heads up, that your story was titled uh, The Do-Over. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was getting the second opportunity at life. And so um, God kept me uh, healthy somehow. I was, I was a 1% chance of staying alive. So um, here I am. Well, I guess, Nate, give us a little bit more, like, what kind of, I mean, I know it's traumatic brain injury, but, like, what happened? It's, well, kind of, it's kind of crazy. We, well, I don't really remember because I was the uh, I was the only person there when it supposedly happened. I was able to fall downstairs, and then I guess I was down there bleeding out for an hour before oh. they were able to get uh, me to the hospital. But luckily, I was taken to Parkland, which is one of the greatest um, uh, brain injury recovery um, at the time, and then I was able to. Uh, anyway, I was in a coma for six months, a vegetative state for another six months, and then once I was ready to start rehabilitation, went down to Tier in Houston. Okay. Well, that's pretty cool. I've, I've never heard much about it in Houston, but can you tell us a little bit about like who you were before that accident? Like, <laughs> Yeah, and plus, why are you wearing that t-shirt oh, in purple all the time? This is all represented <laughs> all the time, which is TCU graduated in 2002, so it's been a long, long time. <laughs> Um, and your question was again? <laughs> yeah, like who were you before the uh, accident? You know, like uh, I was Nate be before the accident. Um, <laughs> no, I, I was um, I was doing marketing in, derm in, in dermatology. Worked for like four companies uh, doing pharmaceutical sales and marketing. So you're really good at talking to people and singing. Singing? Uh, well, <laughs> the singing, yes. But uh, I was able to sell dermatology products and start marketing them. That's pretty cool. So it was, it was nice to have a job back then and be able to do stuff, sure. get, get paid. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And I think right now here at Bind, um, I know that right now we're kind of like going a little bit fast forward to how you're living life now. But with what you're saying, with what you did before, like did the accident you have like really have any effect on that? Um, oh, your well, previous yeah. life and now the life that you're leaving now that yeah. you were able to do over. No, it, life started over, which means I had to relearn everything. Right. Um, so that took time. And then I'm not at the point where I can get back to work yet, especially at the same level where I was. So right. that's what's kept me back from getting back to work at this point. Is that a goal? Sure, as long as I can find a, a company that's willing to... Right, work with me. Work with me, yeah. I get you. Yeah, I think that like everyone has like a different set of... like needs right and like how when is a time to go back to work and right. like to live as close as possible if mm -hmm. not better with the life that you lived before right. 
Um, so what are some of those difficulties or challenges that you're currently holding um, that, you know, is putting that pause mm-hmm. or just putting that hold, not a pause, just a little hold? Well, I find sometimes I'm regressing and one of them was aphasia that has come back and, and affected me again. So I'm going back to speech therapy to get work on that again. Yeah, well, I'll just let you know, I haven't noticed that at all when I've been around you. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. I get it right, sometimes I don't. So Yeah, and I actually, um, with aphasia, I think that I, I think you and I had this conversation before about aphasia and like the different, that it's sometimes not noticeable. Like for me, it's the reading part. And for okay. you, what part of aphasia is, like, are you having difficulty with? It's just when I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm wanting to say certain words and then that one word goes out of my mind and I have to, you know, basically retelling the story or just give more hints of what it could be. Yeah. Yeah. The giving the hints is like the important part. And for people to know that, uh, one of my friends um, had told me it's like playing, I don't know if category is the right <laughs> word, but you know, you give words uh-huh. and you try to make right. your friend guess what word you're saying. <laughs> that's a nice way to play. Yeah. That's, yeah <laughs> Not my, efficiently speaking, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. I mean, that's my game every day. Like, you know, that one word that's like starts with a K. It starts with, that's basically what I have to do if I don't remember. Right. Um, but with speech therapy, what are you, what are they recommending you to do to be better at it? I mean, if you're noticing that it's happening again or you're like... Well, the very first thing is I have to write down everything. Because mm, when okay. I find when I'm writing the things down as well as saying them, it comes together. Right. Um, otherwise, just keep trying and keep, you know, keep practicing every day. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. And make sure to tell people to be really patient, right? Well... It is what it is with people being patient. Right. And they're patient more after they know the story than they would before. Well, so. sure. That's kind of true for all of us. I'm going to back up just a little okay. bit. So I know you said you were in a coma for a year? No, six months. Six months. Okay, well, I don't have the a patient. I've stayed another six months. Oh, so okay. Like so it was, life. it was a long time. So mm-hmm. what was recovery like after that? I mean, I guess recovery is still the same, maybe just a little slower to start with because you were eight took longer for you to even get to start recovery well once i got to start recovering it down to tears when i i really had great success and again learning everything right. was able to catch up even eating on my own yeah um i had to have drake taken out so i could breathe on my own just a number of things that were happening and they took time to go through and i'm going to keep learning and getting better the rest of my life that's true. Well, we all kind of figured that part out, that recovery is forever, which is not bad. You know, that means that we're always getting better. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. Absolutely. Um, so what, I mean, I know we all kind of have to relearn everything, but what, I guess I'm going to say, aphasia has been your biggest challenge that you had to deal with. I Did you have any, like, physical limitations right no, afterwards? I was blessed with physical, I mean, once I learned how to walk again. Right. You can't so you, stop me now. I'm walking everywhere. Right. So you did have some issues from you did have to relearn how to walk. Okay. Sure. Well, walk, eat, yeah. all your basics. I'll, yeah, the basics. Okay. That's why I tell everyone. After a brain injury, you basically start over start as a over. child and yep. everything. That's the great thing about neuroplasticity. Those <laughs> brain waves figured out. They're the ones yep. that we used when we were teeny tiny toddlers, and we just yep. find new ones now. Yep. Your, your body <clears throat> will circulate where it was um, moving before. Um, like I have my right eye is blind, but my left eye is able to compensate for it. Oh wow! And that's what your brain does with different different situations sure. as well. So, 
Yeah. How do you know that your brand? Why? I mean, oh my gosh, see aphasia. I'm saying the wrong words. <laughs> how did you know that your right eye? Uh, well, when I couldn't see out of it. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> no, and I really but, thought I still had a vision in my right eye for a long time until I closed the left, and then there's nothing. Nothing. There. Oh, okay. Oh wow. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Well, you I don't. You don't notice it it's because just a, you can't a, like an eye open. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. When I close the left, it's over. Interesting. For me, I think that I didn't know that the stroke affected my vision because mm. I couldn't tell people. Okay. Like I couldn't tell people that I see everything twice. Mm. Like I, it was just like it was crazy. Um, until I started like trying to read, and I mm. was always missing the end of the sentences okay. because I can't see to my right side. Okay. Um. So yeah. So so you just did, noticed it once you try to close your. Well, when I closed my left eye, I couldn't yeah. see anything. So, okay. and then I was, I was asking questions like, "Does this say? Did they cut my optic nerve, or was this something from the injury?" And they, apparently, it was something. Yeah. Somehow, I yeah. tore off my optic nerve. Oh wow! Is fracturing my skull, so it was a good time. Yeah. See, mine, I think, was a little more obvious with my left neglect. Is they figured that out pretty quick mm -hmm. when um, I kept running into the left wall. Okay. And then the same as Kezia, I couldn't read anything on the left side of the page, but. Mm -hmm. So we all kind of have the same thing. It's, it's amazing we all are recovering, from right? That. Yeah, we all figure out what to do to like to cover that up, right? Or to right. make you know, yeah, that and makes that, sense. That's part of the reasons why I attend Bind because we're all in the same boat, right? And nobody's making fun of each other for no. having a deficit or anything. So. Well, yeah. And that brings us up to one of our other questions. Which okay. we all Good. know that Bind is recovery after recovery. Mm -hmm. But how did you hear about Bind? Uh, rehab without walls. Okay. So when I was having them come to my house and help with um, rehabilitation, they brought me to Bind and told me about it. And at first, when it cost us money, right. I was like, what am I going to do to pay money to go do work? Yeah. <laughs> I learned very quickly the purpose of it all. And yeah. yeah. And I actually think... I'm going to put you a little bit on pause um, just to remind our guests that we are available every Thursday to be um, having a podcast updated. So make sure to like us, follow us, and tell all your friends to continue to prescribe us and connect with us on Thursdays on your um, social platforms. So I actually wanted to ask you a question also about Bind. Please ask questions. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> Like, so you mentioned how you got in contact with it through Rehab Without Walls. Mm -hmm. And I've, we've had Rehab Without Walls as our guest before, mm -hmm. like people from there and the recovery through that. How, like, how has Binds been a really good resource for you, like, after the, the you know, how, after the recovery that you were having with Rehab? Yeah, just getting into um, a regular daily schedule. In some ways, I, I come here thinking I'm going to work, so it replaces the actual work. Um, you know, the people here are all, we're all in the same boat, so we all become friends and work together to run the clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah, but you do actually work. It's not like you just come here and hang out. No, no, I'm that's what I mean. I'm coming here to work. <laughs> right, right. So that's why I think about and it. And you, you do, so that's good. Um, so maybe what, what area do you like to work in at Vine? I work in typically... Um, o and A, so I'll, uh, <laughs> I'm missing it. O and A. Yes. <laughs> Outreach and advocacy. Outreach and advocacy. See? <laughs> no, There's it's the okay. aphasia coming in. Uh, you know what? I don't have aphasia, and I do that with outreach and advocacy. <laughs> I've called it all kinds of crazy things. Yeah. So what do you do at o outreach and advocacy? Um, so we have a lot of emails, people with questions and wanting 
um, information. So the outreach comes in there. The advocacy, we go and um, go make, uh, not make calls. We go and, and have presentations of our stories with other rehab um, sitters like Pate and Baylor and all the, all the rehab places that are in the area. Share, share information about BIND as the next step after they get out of rehab. Sure. Yeah, and then basically with the goal of having more members coming sure. into the clubhouse and being a resource to a lot of people, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because I think that's how I understood outreach and advocacy when I first coming here. There's communications that it's like the internal communication, mm -hmm. the people member to member, and then ONA, yeah. outreach, outreach and advocacy for like the people outside of buying sure. to learn more about the members. So, right. So, yeah, I yeah. think it's pretty cool. That's the purpose of this is to learn about Yeah, members, I mean, so. technically our podcast is a little bit of outreach and advocacy because yes. that's one of the main that's things. That's why I'm here. Outreach <laughs> and advocacy also want to do is we want to educate not just new survivors, but just our listeners in general who maybe don't really understand about brain injury and we how common it is. members that are, are right. having it. And a lot of, I'm sure a lot of people taking care of patients with, TBIs are listening in just to get yeah. extra information. And I know that's a lot of what we want our outreach and advocacy within the clubhouse to do is if you have questions, if you don't want to, if you can email Bindwaves or you can email our outreach and advocacy group or call us and ask questions. We are here to educate and help and however we can. We have a ton of resources to share. So. Yes, I agree. And right now I think it's been really awesome that you're mentioning of how like Bind has been this resource for you and um, how you've been able to come here and really feel better about like mm -hmm. working and all of that. But what is like your most recent goal for your personal goal? Hmm. <laughs> you, you know, I, we gotta ask one tricky question. I think to get some productive hobbies. Oh yeah, like that's what, what I. You know, if, if I'm not at work, what am I doing all day? And that's what one reason why I come to Bind. But I have to develop some more um, resources that I can do for myself since I'm not working and waiting that out. Well, look at that any? shirt. You can find lots of hobbies. Look at my shirt. That's my hobby. <laughs> well, this isn't a hobby. This is just a university. Well, but there are things you could do oh, yeah, with the university. Games and watch or maybe there's, a maybe there's a volunteer job you could do there. Yeah, looking into those yeah. things. And we do that here at Mind as well. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a thought of my head, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Fellow sports fan. <laughs> Yeah, that's like her number one thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if no one's noticed her green shirts, that's her goal. Well, that's her hobby. Go stars. <laughs> that's my hobby. Go stars. <laughs> All right. Um, so do you have like any advice? I know that you now as an ONA, like mm -hmm. focused in that unit here at Bind, um, do you have any advice for either um, care workers or for more recent uh, brain injury survivors that you would like to share? That you yeah. Patience is the number one thing. Yeah. So from other people, you're going to need some patience, but you have to be patient with yourself and your your your, uh, your improvement along the way. Because uh, you may go along the way and you're doing well, things that you always used to do just fine that you end up struggling with. And sometimes it can make you upset because like, this is something that's easy. Why am, I, why am I struggling with it? So being patient with yourself is also very important. Yeah. And for caregivers, like uh, I know that... Yeah, for caregivers, how would that be the same that you would want them to hear about brain injury survivors? Sure, yeah, especially if it's affecting them personally or in their family. I mean, brain the brain is the 
strangest thing in the world. Nobody knows everything about the brain, and everybody's injury is completely different, and so their recovery is completely different. So there's not one one way you can right. advise people on how things are going to go. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for that. I think it's really important for that, and I think that's also something that I loved about recovery and the patience that my family has towards mm -hmm. me and the, the importance of other um, therapists to mm -hmm. be sharing that because, you know, that is so needed to be patient and letting us answer the questions and letting us say the wrong words and fix the right words and all of that stuff. So honestly, thank you so much, Nate. I wanted to really thank you for being here and sharing your story again in, in a different perspective, speaking to us. So, you know, I hope with your, you know, your story inspires others and continues to be a resource for others. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Nate. Thanks for having me. Yes, we're so glad you're here, Nate. Thank you. And if you would like to contact us, again, you can email us at bindwaves at thebind.org. Um, follow us on Instagram at bindwaves and visit our website at thebind.org slash bindwaves. Again, any questions, concerns you have, any thoughts, ideas, feel free to email us there at any time. You want us to come speak to you about brain injury? Give us an email. We'll send it over tonight and outreach and advocacy. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe to your favorite platform, and also hit that notify button on on um, YouTube for listening to Bindwaves. So thank you. Thank you. And don't forget, every Thursday you can find our new episodes on all of your favorite platforms. So until next time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bind Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs>